I am. I am that I am. Have you heard that before? What does it feel like when I say that? I am that I am. What does it mean for you? And by the way, who are you? I mean, really, who are you? Who do you say you are? If someone were to ask you right now, just like I'm doing, who you are, what would you say? You would probably start with these two words that are deeply rooted in spirituality. I am. And then you would fill in the blank. Well, that's the question I'd like for you to ponder as I converse with author and creative force, Nikki Powerhouse. She has a one-woman show called The Art of I Am. And if you have not heard her, I want you to do yourself a favor and click the link in the show notes so that you can hear the power in her voice. Her credits include this one-woman show, The Art of I Am, which has been featured and been on Off-Broadway in New York City. She's also an author, The Sun in the Mirror, Poetry as Memoir, and her personal journal book, I Am Healing. She hosts journaling courses and trainings, which she states is at the core of her craft. And today, we discuss how she found her voice. She is an intuitive soul and so gifted, and I'm so grateful that she's here today. So let's take a listen. Grandmother Tucker said my voice and her voice were one. That I am my great-great-grandmother's laughter. The sound of her voice cradles me in my night dreams. And when I look at her, she inspires me to reach deep down inside of me to paint the sky tangerine. Her voice <laughs> travels through autumn leaves while all the children we, we sit under the sycamore tree and we listen with our hearts and mind wide open as she delivers earth messages through rhythmic breaths. She tells me, she tells you, each and every one of you, hand plucked from heaven's branches and sowed into mother's earth soil to sprout, to bloom. Children, remember your first name, she said. Children, remember your first name, she said. She said, you were all shaped and saturated in the stars reflecting perfect light. Painted in gold and outlined in silver, your smile is the sunrise. Carved into sculptures of undeniable beauty. Children, remember your first name, she said. Children, remember what you got through, not your circumstance. Children, remember your first name. She said, you were made in the image of the great I am. Children, remember your first name, she said. Children, your first name is I am. Your last name is brilliant. Children, your first name is I am and your last name is possible. Children, remember your first name. Your first name is I am and your last name is possible, powerful, purposeful. Children, 
you were sent to tell the others of their birthright. Show up and live it. Show up and believe it. Show up in all of you. Remember your first name. Ashe, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness, Nikki. Every time I hear that, every time I hear that, it's like a big hug in my mm. spirit, in my being. It's like this big, big, giant hug. Your voice just permeates through everything. And so, you know, in this place of the world that we're in, to have that as a reminder, guys, put that on loop. Your first name is I am. Your first name is I am. And so it's so powerful to hear it. And I know that you have so much to share. And your voice, it is the essence of your gift and your true authenticity, like who you are comes through when you talk. And so I know that you're traveling the world and the country. You're on pause now because of the pandemic, but your show I want to hear about that. And I want to know about how you found your voice, because there's so many of us that have something powerful to say. And it could be whether it's in front of an audience or just to the person that you're living with, it could be something that you need to say. How do you find your voice? How did you find your voice? My voice found me and my voice, that voice that has always been ready to say, to be, to show up, has been with me all along. And I found my voice through all of my experiences once I was able to sit and be uncomfortable long enough until I would get to the comfortable. Like, I, I believe that my voice was like, it's, I'm here in the experience. I'm here through the experience. I'm here. I'm right here. I'm not, I'm all of it. So every experience that I've had, every setback, every disappointment, every doubt, every fear, every part of the feeling of depression, the list goes on. There's a story in that experience. There is a voice in that experience that now has given me my insight my awareness, my abundance, my faith, my, my joy, my humor, my energy. Like I am like, I can constantly see feeling like I'm on, I'm lighting up and I'm so appreciative of knowing that my voice is like, okay, you got me. Mm. Now let me, let me, let me give you some things to say. And let me give you some more important things. Let me give you some things to uh, live by. So I think the, the living by was really how I found my voice by being willing and being accountable to living what I found. It's, like, it's not enough to have the, have the experience and have the, and have the experience with the insight but I'm not willing to live by them. That's very interesting. I love that you said that because you're right. It's like, you know, I oftentimes say that, you know, we all have similar stories. We just have different characters in different situations at different times. Right. And so that sense, what you said of just sitting in it, you know, just sitting in the experience to allow it to come forth 
or, or maybe you didn't say that. That's what I heard. You know, no, 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 it just like, you know, you came forth from this time, this experience, and you've allowed every single type of experience to be within you and not push it outside of you. And then the voice came upon you, or it's always been there, I'm sure. How did you, when did you know? When did you, when were you like, okay, I'm going to take this? My moment of true, deep rooted, sea planted awareness when my mother made transition to the ancestral realm. And how long ago was that? And that was uh, five years. Mm -hmm. And that's when I did my. Six months after she transitioned, she uh, six months after she transitioned, I did my one woman show, The Art of I Am. And I knew without a doubt that that six months and that show was my way and my mother's way and saying, now, baby girl, you got to talk, you got to share it. And a lot of things that I added to my show had some things that had de- that I dealt with growing up with my mother. And I knew when she was living, I was reluctant to share some of a personal journey. But once she transitioned, I felt her and I heard her saying, baby girl, share whatever you need to get your healing. Mm. I don't care what you do, because I leave you down there to not act like I raised you. Right. And I've raised you the best I could, you know, so sure. And a lot of things that I addressed in my show was one of the um, my mother's addiction, gambling addiction, drug addiction, um, her depression. And with all of those experiences in the show, I realized towards the uh, after doing the show and selling the show out 350. People. I know that's right. I've watched that video countless times. And I'm just, and you know, it's so powerful because I realized, I remember prior to on opening night in the back, I said to my mother in prayer, I said, now that you're not able to be here, I need you to bring every experience, every person into the space. You know, let me touch them, let them be receptive and open to me and open to this what this cathartic energy that I'm experiencing, I want to invite them to be able to do the same. That's so powerful. I just got chills. Yeah. You know, and so you have this one woman show and the name of it is the art of I am the art of I am. And so why did you choose the name? The art of I am. (laughs) I chose the name again, the name chose chose Uh, probably a few years or we had a year or something time ago. <laughs> My spiritual community, uh, the Center of Peace, had invited me to do a show. Someone had canceled. Fast forward. And I was thinking in my human mind or my ego mind that the work that I did outside of my spiritual community at that time wasn't could be receptive, if you will, to my spiritual community. Like anywho. Too, right, right. Anywho, 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 all of that because it's the sense this society, you know, like we're there's so many constructs that are kind of box us in, right? To mm-hmm. thinking that it's separate, 
that everything is separate, like your spirituality or your religion or your faith-based community is separate from the true authentic self that you are and coming forth in that. And it really, you really should be able to show up in all platforms, in all areas of your life, in the trueness of who you are. And that's the thing. Once I realized that it was my ego that was like, well, you can't say this or you can't say it. Fast forward, I was on my way to work and the title came to me. And because the teaching, the teachings was like speaking about the I am and God is I am and and all of these teachings about that connection to the most high and the most high being within you, as you, through you, for you, and everything around you is all, all abundant and, and succulent and beautiful and gorgeous, all that. So I, when I said it, it was like, okay, the art of I am, what, what am I going to do with that? And the idea was to speak about what it means to live life, living, knowing that you are spirit first, and living a human experience. So it gave once I gave that permission, once I gave I got that that awareness, it was like, oh, I can share everything. That's right. And I can it, well, share everything. The art of I am, I am the absolute completeness of the allness. Yes, everything, everything, every single thing, you know. About who you are. Of who I am. And learning that it's an evolution. It's a, there's no end to this who I am. It's just a matter of expansion and mastery. And mastery. And how did that feel when you finally had that moment of realization? What, mm-hmm. what did it feel like? Freedom. Yeah. Freedom. And so, so many times that is part of, after listening to your parts of it, that is obviously for me one of the main main attributes of that intention that you set forth, which is this sense of freedom, this sense of freedom within. And it leads me to my next question about authenticity, because I'm sure that after telling me that story about kind of transitioning and realizing, wow, I'm free now, I can fully express myself in my true authentic self and across all areas of my life without feeling judged concerns about what I'm going to say or how I'm going to say it. You know, it's these judgments that we place upon ourselves that are placed upon us outward or within, you know, mastering authenticity is something that I believe is something that in this day and age has to be addressed just like we address mastering perfectionism. Like everybody wants to be perfect. Everybody wants to have certain things look a certain way or be a certain way or project a certain way. And there should be like a class, maybe I'll do a class on mastering authenticity, as opposed to, you know, this sense of how we need to fit in. Mm -hmm. And so how does that show up for you in your life? Because every single day, you are by yourself when you go on that stage, it's just you, there is nobody else. And, you know, there's this sense of being your true authentic self in the midst in this world. How do you show up authentic? You show up by giving yourself the permission that I can show up. I think that when you get out to a a space of, and the thing is, is that performance Mm. is one aspect, but the bigger part of it is being. And I have learned in this past year, because 
I wasn't able to create and do what I normally do on stage, that the lessons and the awarenesses that I was receiving was that it's not about the performance. Mm. And mastering the authentic self is about being that in which you say that you say that you are. The I am. Mm -hmm. And being it with, I heard early on in the pandemic, I am powerful. Well, what are the things that you're doing to, to ground that power? What are you stepping into that is powerful? What are you saying that is powerful? What are you living by that is powerful? How do you bring that affirmative belief or idea to life? And I think that's where I've grown to speaking to the, the authentic self and mastering. Over these last years, you know, when I first, first met you at the Rites of Passage, mastery was my name that I chose or was, again, mm -hmm. Mastery is what the name that was chose me. <laughs> I found you. They <laughs> keep choosing me. <laughs> like, and then uh, Spiritual Warrior in that workshop, I was selected, chose to put in a tribe of mastery mm -hmm. again. And then in my personal life, I connected with some great, powerful energy that spoke to mastery. So I've been hearing mastery for a minute and I'm like, what is it that you wanted me to do? And now I get it. It's the mastering the mastering the I am and mastering it in a way that it is it's in the being and it's in the the willingness to be uncomfortable, but know that you are still I am. And that you're enough. That just being in that place of, you know, not, you know, we're so accustomed to doing and things outside of us that when we sit and are still, things do find us. You know, like your whole testimony in our time has been, it, it was chosen for me. It has been given to me. It's not something that you quote unquote went out and looked for per se, no, no, but, it, 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 <laughs> but it is in that place of being still of just saying, you know what, I'm just going to sit in it being uncomfortable. There's really nothing else you can do. And we run from that, you know, just in general. And the running, and then this is the, the thing, like, and I'll just because the pandemic just really, as I was uh, solo, I'm single. I have a cat. And what's your pet's name? What's his name? His name is Dio. Dio. What is Dio? Dio, which means joy returns. It's a, a your excuse me. And so he's always coming to you, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. Coming back over and over. Just as a reminder, mom. Just as a reminder. You're a cat. This mom. is a reminder. It's just, um, so yeah, his name is Dio, and it's, it's such a. And on the fifteenth of this year, he'll be one one year, one year. Mm. So, how have your performances been this past year, and what's new on the horizon? So, if Ooh. anybody wants to check you out or listen a little bit more to your inspiring, just incredible work, how do they do that? <laughs> and what has that looked like for you this past year? How have you been able to adapt? So, again, it it adapts to me <laughs> it was um but Love it. in the beginning you know in the beginning of 2020 I was able to I was performing up until like February doing a lot of work once the pandemic hit it wasn't until probably like I say about mid April May I was like oh wait we're not performing huh. <laughs> oh 
what's that about? Like, yeah, it yeah. was like, it, it gradually got me like, oh, okay. So what do I do? Yeah. Um, however, I did get an opportunity to talk to my best friend that really helped me pivot <laughs> what I have as a out, other outside of my performance in terms of my voice and said, I started to do a, a, a workshop on journaling to joy. Yes. And then I did another, not workshop, but more for the community with Love Now Media. And I did a journaling to love. Because journaling, it, correct me if I'm wrong, is at the core of your work. At the core at the of core. my work. At the core of my work. I mean, you're also an author. And so that started from someplace. And so it's the written word that became the spoken word. Correct. Correct. That's pretty incredible. Correct. In this past year, writing was like my saving grace Mm. because it really gave me an opportunity to not write for performance, but write for my own personal power, Mm -hmm. my own personal breakthrough, you know, and well, well, that's going to be, you know, like take two, that's going to be I am part two right there. I think that's the beauty of it is that even whether I do, but then as, as I, towards the end of the year, I did some work, I did a a piece for Kwanzaa that I created called uh, passing the baton. And it was one hour and I had it live streaming on Facebook and Instagram. And the idea, again, chose me. And I said, um, okay, I can do this. A one hour passing the baton. And I I put the cost on the flyer for $1. And everybody was like either texting me, inboxing me or whatever. Right, right. (laughs) You're more worth a dollar. Why are you only charging a dollar? I'm going to give you more than a dollar. But because it chose me, it let me know that it was never about the money. Right. The raising of the energy of the creativity, the raising of the joy, the raising of the energy, my voice, and knowing that no matter whether I'm on stage, on a Zoom call, on the side of the road, or whatever, the voice is going to speak. It's going to be heard. It's going to be heard. All you have to do is just, Give it its platform and what it needs to say and how it needs to be felt will be felt. Yeah. So and that's, that's your higher self. That's your higher that's power. That's the higher self. That is, that is it. That's like, it does not matter where you do it at, when you do it, all you got to do is say it and do it and show up in it. Right now I'm working, I'm focusing on my writing work and my poetry work. My poetry is... The book is entitled The Softest Part of Her is Everything. And the my memoir is titled uh, Journey to I Am. Just wonderful. Just so much goodness, so much deliciousness, so much love and so much energy. You know, like, you know, every time we talk, it is just filled with so much energy, you know, and so much love. And I'm so grateful that you give us this time today to get a little snippet of your voice and how you have um, really taken this mastery and this your authentic self and shared it because we would have never heard if you would have never stayed still enough to be uncomfortable. So I appreciate that. And I love you, girl. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. I love you too, my love. 
So I'm so thankful to Nikki. Thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure and so wonderful to be able to connect and talk with you. So in the midst of this ever-changing world, guys, this is probably one of the most important questions that you can ask of yourself. Who are you? State it, write it, put it in front of you, put it in your phone, connect to it, connect to the truth of who you are. As always, I'm so grateful that you're on this journey with me. Be sure to subscribe and we'll talk next week. Bye.